Bienvenidos hoes. Bienvenidos, bitches. My name is Jay Daye, and I am one of the two hosts on this podcast called Homo in Training. Homo in Training podcast is bite-sized entertainment that focuses on introspective conversation with usually two queer Latinx millennials. And each week we rotate between three segments called Thoughtful Moment, Music Moment, and A Little Little Science Moment. And you are lucky to be here for some science. If you're listening to this episode on Apple, Google, Anchor, or any of the other streaming programs that we have other than Spotify, then this episode may be a day late because I actually uploaded this episode yesterday, only I added a song into the podcast. And Anchor has this new feature where you can add songs, but there's Spotify songs. And if you add a Spotify song to a podcast, then it only makes a podcast available on Spotify. So this episode technically isn't a day late, but I had to re-edit it to take the song out so this episode can be posted on all the other streaming platforms so you guys can hear my science shit because I love science. And coming up on April 22nd is going to be Earth Day. So if you guys love the Earth and want to celebrate a day, make sure you check that out this Thursday. And in honor of Earth Day, I thought it'd be a really good idea to talk about fucking climate change. Or better known as... Global warming, or none like it hot! Because everyone kind of has their own opinion about it. Some don't believe in it. Some think climate change is just like a really cold day in the summer or a really hot day in the winter, which it's a lot more complicated than that. And then some people are just like, well, let's just plant trees because that'll fix everything where it's like uh no or you think oh just recycle it'll just um it's gonna help the planet where it's like i mean not really so i want to break down climate change and what it really means and how you can actually make a good difference without feeling overwhelmed because let me tell you there are some overwhelming statistics i'm gonna share with you but it's not to scare you or discourage you it's really just to show you that it's like not funny (laughs) it's like for real like shit's about to get fucking serious bro and before i jump into the topic we have a new segment on the podcast called a double feature where me and leslie feature something that connects with the podcast episode and this week since i'm by myself i'll be doing two one of the ones that i really want to do one of my favorite animated movies that I know I say like so many of them are my favorite, but this one's probably my favorite. But I might come back with another favorite. But this one's my favorite because it is called Princess Mononoke. And it's a Studio Ghibli. If you guys remember when I featured Grave of Fireflies, this one is by the same studio, only it won't be super sad, so don't get crazy. And it was written and directed by Hayao Miyazaki. And if y'all know who Mr. Miyazaki is, he is like the fucking genius behind animated films. Like he is like the fucking Disney. So check out his work. You will not be disappointed. Like this is just one movie out of so many. So anyway, the story just follows this prince who gets a curse put on him from one of the forest spirits. He ends up running into Princess Mononoke, who is a really badass soldier lady. Like she is fucking awesome. She was raised by wolves and I fucking love her. And I want to be her 
but she's pretty much the guardian, the princess of the forest. And there is like a town nearby that is doing like coal mining or whatever. And they're destroying the fucking forest. And the fucking leader of the fucking coal mining plant is just like, bitch, burn down all these forests. And let me tell you, the forest spirits are not happy. And it's just like a whole movie about you know, a boy and a girl falling in love. And it just really shows how to respect the earth. And it gives like the forest like a face. Because I think a lot of times when you think of a tree and shit, you're, it's a tree, that bitch can't fucking feel pain. But when you make it like the the forest spirit, um, a deer, you're gonna be like, Oh my god, like that's Bambi, like that's like super cute, you just care about the forest. So in honor of, you know, Earth Day, please watch that movie. It's really fun. HBO Max, you'll love it with your family. Well, okay. I think it's like PG-13. Anyway, don't watch it with the baby because there is a little bit of like blood and gore, but it's not like a lot, but it's like in there. So be careful, but it's really fun. So watch it with your family. <laughs> the next one is, since I will be talking about the importance of indigenous communities fighting climate change, I thought it'd be really appropriate for this one to talk about an indigenous artist that identifies as a two-spirit and they use the pronouns he she they his name is bobby sanchez so i'll be saying he she hi bye whatever so keep in mind he goes by all of them he describes himself as a 25 model and poet he is very vocal about the indigenous getting their land back and he's biracial which is really interesting and he's queer so that means makes me really happy and he makes music and there is actually a song that he released that is actually available on spotify right now and we have it in our what the earth playlist so make sure you check that out i have it linked below he's rapping and he speaks in his native language which i think is really cool and really important because for a long time native people were pretty much told don't ever speak your native language ever again. And because of stuff like that, it's been lost. And for him to unapologetically be using it in a song and then to also in the song be like, I ain't gonna tell you what the fuck I'm saying either, bitch, because I ain't for you. I'm like, okay, don't fucking tell me then. Okay, I, I, I like that. So I think it's really cool. And I'm trying to diversify my music a lot more. And I kind of want to start featuring more indigenous people because it's really important to me and we want to start something new on the podcast where you know how we release our entertainment review so some inside tea is that that part of the podcast doesn't do well which is really unfortunate because we really throw in such good fucking jams in there you guys like damn we be out there saying some shit about this music and this artistry and these tv shows that really make us rethink the show and then rethink a lot of the things in our lives and for people to not really listen to it it makes me really sad but i mean i guess i can understand because if like one of the feedback that we got was like like about mariah carey episodes like well i don't like mariah carey so why am i gonna listen to it where it's like okay well the conversation yeah was about mariah but it was also like about that like people like leslie being like i don't like her and us talking about it and, you know, talking about not liking artists and drama that artists start and drama that record companies start and just like so many different conversations that weren't really based around like, we love Mariah. And I don't know, but pretty much that's a, that's a feedback we got. So we want to change. I mean, we don't want to just keep doing the same thing because we're like, let's just keep doing it. And since 
literally no one ever tells us what they like and what they don't like, we're just going to change whatever, whatever we want. So instead of an entertainment review, we're actually going to be doing a music moment. So if you heard me in the beginning, I called it a music moment. We're going to be featuring certain songs from our playlist and making a whole show around it. So in two weeks, you're going to get one of those new episodes, which is going to be over Lemonade. So we're going to choose some of our favorite songs from Lemonade and talk about why the, why we chose those songs and how we feel about cheating. Because if y'all don't know, Lemonade is about... Jay-Z cheating on Beyonce, so we're going to get into that. And yeah, so that's something new. Now, there is a catch. The episodes that we add music to will not be available on anything other than Spotify. So if you're an Apple listener, Google, Anchor, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public... Bitch, where the fuck other than Spotify you're listening? The Music Moment episodes will actually not be available to you. So if you're listening on those platforms, you might see an episode missing every two weeks. But just know that our Music Moment is available on Spotify. We will have music playing in the episode. So if that's something that you're interested in, switch your little butt over to Spotify and get to listening to our music shit. And if you have a Spotify premium account, the music that we insert in the episode is full tracks, which is really cool. And if you have free Spotify, like me and most people, you get 30 seconds. And that's okay, bitch. I like 30 seconds. But that's going to be the catch about the music moment. I figured that out when I posted the episode yesterday, and it wasn't on anything other than Spotify. So I was like, oh shit, when the program says this will only be available on Spotify, I thought it meant only the music, but it meant the whole entire episode. So please check us out. And I redid this, so I'm actually not going to be playing any music on this episode. But just know if you go to Spotify, I included Bobby Sanchez's new song called Quechua 101, Land Back Please. So remember to check out our Spotify playlist and our Spotify episodes because I posted a clip of this song and it's really good. So check it out. So you know what? Let's jump into this climate change episode. Okay, so really quick, I'm going to give you the difference between climate change and weather and talk about why indigenous people are fighting the fight since the beginning and y'all need to fucking listen and then introduce the next topic. So really quick, climate change is the change in global and regional climate patterns over a large period of time. A common misconception of climate change is that it is the same as weather. And the differences between weather and climate is pretty much their measure of time. You know, weather is over a short period of time. And, you know, hottest year on record seems to be a phrase that Americans have pretty much become desensitized to. But every single hottest year on record has been in the last couple of years, which is alarming. And I want to point out that indigenous people have been fighting the destruction of their land from colonizers since the beginning. Because let me tell you, fucking the colonizers came and started fucking up shit immediately from the get-go. And Native people have been pushing back against colonizers and challenging the relationships between white people and the environment. For example, bitch, Standing Rock in 2016, if you guys remember that. Look it up if you don't. 
Indigenous people have found a way to have a sustainable relationship with planet Earth. And that is something that we have to figure out now, being a post-colonized world. We have to figure out how can we sustain this planet because we have a limited amount of resources. We have a limited amount of things. How can we make the best out of all of them? And it's going to involve science and technology revolutions. It's going to involve whole new farming techniques because let me tell you right now, farming is taking up acres and acres and acres and acres of land. And there are new ways of farming that we still need to have in the, in the United States. We need to change from fossil fuels to renewables. That means solar and wind. And that's not, that's not the only thing. You know, people think that we, we can go from using oil to not using oil anymore. That's impossible. Currently, the way that the planet is set up, it's not going to be that easy. It's going to have to be a complete reshifting of how we think about everything. And also education into Native people's lifestyle. People need to understand how Native people have been living sustainably and learn from them. So that's extremely important. And composting, bitch. Y'all need to fucking start composting. And find new ways of disposing of our waste. Like we can't just be fucking having an empty lot and just throwing all our shit in there, which is currently what we're doing, you know? And it's going to take us changing our daily habits. It's going to have to change our thinking because a lot of times it's ingrained in us to fucking pollute. It's just part of the fucking way that American society has created us. And recycling cannot be your only contribution. You know, like a lot of people just say, why recycle? Well, bitch, okay, stop buying shit to recycle. What the fuck? And don't just talk the talk, walk the walk, bitch. Like, like I get it. We live in a, in a world where we have to order Amazon packages because we're in a fucking Panda Express. I understand that. But that doesn't mean ordering a new fucking package every day, bitch. That probably means waiting a certain amount of time to get everything together and click that option, I would rather have all of my packages come together, bitch. Like, come on. There are ways that we can work around this that don't mean us fucking living in the in the fucking Stone Age, you know? Okay, so I'm gonna get off my soapbox now. Let's talk about what does global warming even mean? Like, people are like, oh, CO2 in the atmosphere, that's gonna warm up the planet. What does that mean? And then also all of the things that are connected with climate change that you might not think are connected. Let's go. Beep, beep. All right, beach. So let's get into this climate change. What the fuck is it? What's causing it? And what even is climate change? If you guys have been living in the last two years, you know that we're living under panspermia right now, where a lot of people have been losing their lives to COVID-19, which is terrible. One of the studies that came out that I saw from an article in The Guardian that was shown to me by Leslie, and she actually you know, told me, she's like, you should do a show about climate change because it's actually killing people. I'll, I'll link it below. It's called There's Another Pandemic Under Our Noses, and it kills 8.7 million people a year. It just highlights that, you know, almost 3 million people have died from COVID in the last 15 months, but shows a study of how 8.7 million people die every year from air pollution. And air pollution is a direct cause of burning fossil fuels, which is in itself climate change. And then it needs to be something that you address when it comes to your everyday life. I mean, 
people love voting on religious freedom, abortion, and all of those things when climate change policies are not in anyone's thoughts when it comes to voting or even their daily like aspirations. Pretty much people just don't give a fuck and it makes me mad. So if you guys have seen the movie Ice Age, you know, with fucking Sid and the fucking saber-toothed tiger and the that woolly mammoth guy that played by who Seinfeld or I don't know some fucking some wacky voice white guy but that was real so there was an ice age and we're currently living in the aftermath of that ice age so we're technically still in the ice age but the earth has warmed before about 200,000 years ago the planet temperature was raised by 8 degrees and some of you might be thinking 8 degrees bitch I, I what's 8 degrees Well, we're talking about Celsius, bitch. We're not talking about Fahrenheit like we would here in America. So what that means, let's pretend like your normal day was an 80 degree day, okay? If that was raised by 8 degrees Celsius, your 80 degree day would turn into a 93 degree day. And I don't know about you guys, but when it's 90, I can fucking feel it and it hurts my face. And for more context, you know, the North Pole, when this, when the planet heated up, the North Pole was at an average of 73 degrees Fahrenheit. That's a normal spring day here in California. In the North Pole, bitch, where fucking Santa's fat bitch ass is at. Like, that's crazy. 70 degrees at the North Pole. And then right now, the North Pole is negative 17 degrees. So it shows you really how fucking hot the planet was. So there actually used to be forests in Antarctica and the North Pole. There have been fossils of tropical plants in Canada. They fucking found a palm tree fossil in Wyoming, bitch. Like, I don't even know where that's at. And it got to the point where there was no more ice on the planet. When it got warmer, all of this gas that was coming up, all this carbon dioxide, all this methane gas that was causing the planet to warm up, The amount that was being released into the atmosphere was only a fraction of what is being released now. Over hundreds of thousands of years. It's alarming because we have evidence of when the earth was hot where there was no more ice caps. And now we're causing the same things to happen at an extremely accelerated rate. And I think that's why it's really important to distinguish between... Yeah, the planet has been warm before, but never to how we see it now. Like, bitch, we started breaking records in the 1950s, and since then, we put out 1.5 trillion tons of CO2 into the atmosphere. And each year, we can emit up to 51 billion tons of CO2. Like, bitch, wait. So if you're confused about, what does that even mean? CO2 in the atmosphere, bitch? What is CO2? I don't know what CO2 means. Who cares if it's in the atmosphere? What does that shit even mean? So in science, there are these things called molecules, which is pretty much everything that you see in front of you today. For example, H2O. If that sounds familiar to you guys, that's water. And that is made up of H2, which is two hydrogen atoms, and an O, which is oxygen. CO2 is one carbon atom and two oxygen. And if CO2 sounds familiar to you, it's because when you breathe oxygen, you breathe out carbon dioxide, which is CO2. So, bitch, we're causing CO2 right now. Bitch, me recording this episode, I'm affecting global warming. And when that CO2 molecule 
when that carbon is hanging out with its two oxygen hose, it loves the sunlight. Like, bitch, and CO2 loves cuddling up with that heat and won't let it go. And I can't say it better than my favorite TV show, Futurama, so they'll explain to you why CO2 is bad for the environment. Meet Mr. Sunbeam. He comes all the way from the sun to visit Earth. Hello, Earth. Just popping in to brighten your day. La, 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 la. And now, I'll be on my way. Not so fast, Sunbeam. We're greenhouse gases. You ain't going nowhere. Oh! Ah! Oh! Ah! Oh, God, it hurts! Pretty soon, Earth is chock full of sunbeams. They're rotting corpses heating our atmosphere. And greenhouse gases are carbon dioxide, methane, things that trap heat in the atmosphere. And again, you're probably thinking, okay, cool, so there's extra heat in the air. That's fine. I like, I like heat. It feels nice, especially when it's cold. But the heat doesn't stay in the air. One thing that people don't realize is that the ocean absorbs 90% of the heat that is produced on climate change. And that's really fucking bad. Because that doesn't mean that your winters are going to be nice and warm. That means that the ocean is going to get warmer, which means more water is going to evaporate, which is going to lead to more rain, which will lead to more flooding. It's not just about the air getting warmer. It's that the ocean is taking the brunt of the fucking hit. 90% of the heat is absorbed by the ocean. And not just the heat, you guys. The carbon dioxide is also being absorbed into the ocean. And that's really bad because... Fish and things that live in the ocean need oxygen. They don't need carbon dioxide. And when carbon dioxide gets into the ocean, it changes the chemistry of the ocean, making it more acidic when it reacts to salt water. So pretty much you're turning the ocean into fucking Pepsi, which apparently if you guys put like a tooth, like if you lose a tooth or something in like Coke or Pepsi, it'll dissolve the whole tooth. That's crazy. Apparently soda is like really bad for you. And acid dissolves minerals. So coral reefs, clams, fucking crabs, lobster. Y'all love going to fucking Red Lobster are made of this hard material. Or fucking, what are those? Um, crawfish. Y'all love having these big old crawfish, crab boils. You won't be able to have those because they'll all be dead. So that's something that is part of global warming that I don't think a lot of people really think about. You know, the oceans are getting more acidic and they are getting warmer. And if you guys have been listening to all of these plant episodes that I've been talking about, you know that the slightest difference is how these plants die. You know, they have very specific needs and ecosystems depend on things being just right for them to work. And some of the oceans need to be fucking warm. And if they're not warm, things are going to die. It's like when you're fucking washing your hands and it goes to fucking cold to hot, burns. And that's what's happening to the fucking animal's face, bitch. So just know that when people say, you know, a lot of CO2 in the atmosphere and why that's bad, just know that it's not about hot air or hot summers or hot winters. It's it's deeper than that. And it's, you shouldn't care about things like that. And along with, you know, a lot of the ice melting, because if you've seen recent pictures, I mean, I'll be posting pictures, but you'll see that the ice in Antarctica and North Pole are drastically different than it used to be. When that happens, sea levels are going to rise. 
And people are usually just thinking like, oh, well, sea levels, it's just going to affect like affect coastal cities. Like I live, I live in, in fucking Kansas. Why do I care about New York or LA? They're fucking just rich people are going to lose their, their beachside homes, which is like, no, it's not. It's going to affect all of the equator countries, which tend to be the ones that don't have access to things like the United States because of fucking colonization. So large parts of South America and Africa are going to be devastated by climate change. That includes Mexico, that includes Brazil, Peru, El Salvador, Puerto Rico, the Bahamas, Morocco, South Africa. You know, so many places that are right at the equator that are going to be pretty much deserts. And what is that going to lead to? Mass migration, which is going to lead to immigration stuff, which we already know how people feel about Im- immigrants. So then that's going to be something else. So just know that when, when you know, people say sea levels rise, they're not just talking about these certain things. They're talking about these essential places that use the ocean as their main source of protein and their own source of money and everything. And that's going to be gone. You know, Florida, y'all love being fucking dumb as fucking Florida. If sea levels rise, y'all going to be underwater. You know, when the ice age came, we were lucky that a lot of the ice, you know, just got piled on top of fucking Canada and Russia and North Pole and Antarctica and all that stuff. That allowed a lot of the water in the ocean to kind of get lower, which exposed a lot more land. And now that it's melting, all of that ice that's stuck on land is returning back to the water and it's going to fuck everything up. So I know I've said so many things of gloom and doom but there is something that we can do it's really just about shifting our thinking behind climate change and what we can do for it so do you want to find some hope bitch let's get some hope hope on this dick (laughs) oh my god (sighs) you're probably at the end of this being like bitch what the fuck is the point and i mean you're right what is the point you know it is scary it does feel hopeless but we have to find hope We have to find a reason to keep moving forward. And it's not going to be simple. Planting trees is not going to change anything. Because you're planting trees in places where trees don't exist, which means you're going to have to take care of the tree, which is going to take more energy and resources, going to take more water. What are you going to do if you live in a place that is suffering from a drought because of climate change? How are you going to fill that with trees? Also, we can't just plant a shit ton of trees What's more important is planting native plants to increase the biodiversity because you can't have a whole fucking farmland of just corn. You have to have diversity every fucking inch, bitch, because that's what's going to keep diseases from killing whole entire populations. That's what's going to help more plants be born and for them to sustain themselves naturally instead of us having to intervene. And also, we don't know what the fuck we're going to do. We could probably make it worse, bitch. We might introduce a fucking super plant that'll fucking dissolve houses and and babies. Who knows? And yes, you know, we can help by maybe not ordering one package every day from Amazon. Maybe not buying bottled water anymore. Maybe not going to H&M and buying these clothes that you're just going to throw away tomorrow. You know, using reusable anything. Those things help, and they help in a way of getting you conscious, not of actually helping the planet. 
which is kind of counterintuitive, right? You're just like, well, then why the fuck am I going to recycle if it's not even helping? It's helping you get awareness for how precious this planet is. The reason that you reduce and reuse is because you see the value of not creating more waste. And in turn, that consciousness is going to make you want to make that your priority in how you vote, in conversations that you have with your family, in your everyday life. Because with everything that's been going on, you know, when it comes to racism, It's easy for people to have that conversation with their family sometimes. It's easy to talk about how certain things are affecting communities more than others. And it's important to also address the issue of climate change in the same type of passion because, you know, there's also environmental racism. That study that I told you about people dying, 8 8 million people dying every year, are poor people who live next to factories, are people who don't have access to clean areas. And these are intentionally created. These areas where it's, they call them food deserts, where there's no greenery, there's nothing, it's just buildings and factories and all that, that's intentional. There is a reason why when you go to the rich part of town, you see so much more trees and why when you go to the poor part of town, you just see buildings and concrete. It's intentional. Those things are made to look like that, to kill poor people, which... Poor people are the minority. Or even now, you're a fucking poor-ass millennial living in some fucking expensive-ass apartment. You don't have no fucking greenery anywhere. You're barely lucky if you have grass outside. And when those things are removed from you, it's hard for people to see how important it is and why it's precious. And I really hate when like rich people are telling us, like, you guys should recycle. Like, we have to, as a, as a, as a community, work together to whatever, or fucking Jaden Smith making fucking paper or water. And it's like, y'all should buy my water because it's, it's better than the water you're buying. Where it's like, well, first of all, Jaden, I don't have fucking $10 to buy your paper water. I only have $1, which can give me this plastic water bottle. So now you're blaming poor people because they can't afford to get something more expensive that's more eco-friendly. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. And how many of our parents... Um, I can speak, you know, specifically to Latinos where you, Latino, Latinos, to Latinos, to Chicanos. Bitch, you're hungry, you want some cookies? You go to the, somewhere to get cookies, you see a cookie fucking tin and it's filled with fucking sewing needles. Or you want to make some nice butter toast in the morning, you open up the butter and it's fucking beans. People of color have been reducing, reusing forever. And it's a lot of times because of necessity. You know, our parents don't have money to go buy fucking closet organizers. You know what I mean? Like, we were doing it out of necessity. Indigenous people have been, since the beginning, fighting the fight, you guys. Their main thing is living in harmony with the earth and not showing as if you've even been on earth. Like, literally just coming and going. And then now indigenous people are being like penalized for doing some things that are going to help the planet. Because even one of the things that I read were a lot of the forests that happened, a lot of the forest fires that happened in California could have been prevented because indigenous people were saying, we need to have controlled fires. There is so much flammable shit in this fucking place that if we don't help it, everything will burn, bitch. Were they listened to? No. Were they arrested when they tried to? Yes. And then what fucking happens? All this fucking forest fires happen and it's being exacerbated because one, there's a drought because fucking climate change. And then two, because the fucking, well, the gender reveal people are a ginormous cause of climate change. I'll tell you that right fucking now. 
And it's just wild. It, it blows my mind how ignored indigenous people are. And it makes me so angry. And it feels like I have to do my part to bring awareness to this. And if we're going to have a solution to climate change, we have to listen to indigenous people. There has to be some sort of revolution with us to start listening to these older practices of people living in harmony with the planet and stop fucking killing everything. And a celebrity, you know, I'm sorry, Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't give a shit about fucking global warming. Yeah, he could fucking go on as many speeches as he fucking wants, donate to whatever, but that fucking bitch is still taking private jets. That bitch is still having 16 mansions and lawns that are acres long where he's wasting precious water that other people don't have access to. You know, 86% of all global emissions are caused by rich people. So it's ironic that they have the nerve to tell us to recycle, yell at minorities because we choose, you know, the Dollar Tree. And what's at the Dollar Tree? Fucking everything's a dollar. So all of these disparages is, you know, it's caused by the fucking elite. And it's disrespectful for them to tell us to fucking fix our shit when it's just like, listen, you and all these oil companies... And all of these airline places, all you guys are the reason that all this fucking pollution is happening. So when you're feeling overwhelmed and you're feeling like, what's the point or what is me recycling going to fix anything? And to a certain extent, it's not. And that's sad. But what is going to help is once you start being more aware, you're going to become more conscious and you're going to do these things more out of habit then I'm doing it to help the planet. You're going to recycle because you're going to be like, well, if I can have this made to be reused, why am I going to throw it in the garbage? Once you learn how to compost and once you learn how to start farming, you're going to start seeing these food scraps as food for your compost, as food for your plants. You're not going to see a banana peel as trash. You're going to see it as things that can be used again and again. You know, I compost, you know, I have a little worm bin and I do my things and I make my roommates do it. And it's hard. I'm doing it so that they can see like, oh shit, like Jay is out here recycling all my food scraps. And then when I'm not living with them, they're going to be like, oh damn, I'm, I'm throwing away a lot of unnecessary stuff and hopefully impact them to the point where they start telling people like, damn, y'all have a lot of food waste too. Let me show you how to do this. Or we should recycle in this. And the whole point of this conversation is for people, don't stop what you're doing, just expand on it because we have to start voting with climate in mind. Like Joe Biden has done nothing. Well, I mean, that's another conversation. He has done very little. And the Paris Climate Agreement is shit. It's nothing. Some people say it goes too far. Other people say it doesn't go far enough, bitch. Like, what? I say your three-cent titanium tax goes too far. And I say your three-cent titanium tax doesn't go too far enough. And actually, if you feel like you're going to lose hope, just know that other countries have realized that the Paris Climate Agreement is not going far enough. And they're trying to increase it even more. And it's places like Chile, Jamaica, Cuba, Norway, Vietnam, Rwanda, Morocco, the Gambia. Like so many other places have said, no, like this shit does not go fucking far enough. We're going to go even further. And then guess who are the ones that are like, well, we're going to keep the fucking Paris Climate Agreement because it's good enough. Is the fucking United States, which is one of the main polluters. So like, what the fuck? 
when you go voting, when you go talking about racism, inequity, healthcare, we talk about mental health, just know that all of those things are also connected to climate change. It isn't some rich people problem. It isn't everybody problem. And anywhere that you can find some sort of inequity between people, I guarantee you climate change is part of it in some way or another. And I want you to start thinking about that. And I want you to start talking about it with everybody. Because when shit starts to go bad, I promise you that Leonardo DiCaprio is going to be on his little island in the north, happy as a clam, while we're over here struggling to get clean water, struggling to get food. Because unfortunately, I think everybody here listening will be affected by climate change. And it should matter to you. And it should be part of your everyday conversation. And if it's not... I hope that you took some of the examples that I've said about it being more than just hot weather. I hope that you take that and show it to your friends and start looking into more petitions and movements that Indigenous people are leading. You know, like the no dapple, the no to the the Dakota pipeline, the fucking thing where Indigenous people were being fucking pepper sprayed and and dogs and, and fire hosed and all that shit. Like that was them trying to protect the environment. And how many people talked about that shit? Not enough, because they still did it. And surprise, surprise, it leaked. And it's already affected drinking water. So I encourage all of you to please respect indigenous people, help them be part of the solution, respect the land, respect where you come from. And if you feel like you lost hope, please find it somewhere because a lot of us have not lost hope. And I promise you, I named so many countries that are not losing hope and things are gonna change, but When you talk about all of the things that you care about when it comes to politics, this has to be one of the main concerns because it involves everything else that you might have on there. But have fun. (laughs) Bye.